We have reached week five of the month of October, and the fifth weekend of any month signals something different with this podcast. Welcome to my story, Abundant Life Right Now, Special Edition. My name is Jana, and I want to thank all of you who have tuned in today. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and that being our focus this week, the theme for this week's episode is Honoring the Wounded. Our format for the episode consists of two segments presented in the following order. Focus on the issue and honoring the wounded, and so we pray. And now, focus on the issue. Focus on the issue. First of all, domestic violence is an ugly subject. It's not an easy topic on which to focus or one to discuss, but the silence surrounding this very real issue is deafening as those who suffer from its brutality cry out and sometimes scream to be heard, to be helped. This commentary cannot resolve this issue in and of itself, but our hope is that it will accomplish the goal set before us this month, month, which is to bring attention to and awareness of the cruel and sometimes deadly disease called domestic violence, which affects in the United States alone, according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, more than 10 million adults annually. Many are reluctant to talk about it because the conversation is difficult. It's awkward. It's disturbing. But how are we to bring a light to such a dark part of our reality if we don't talk about it? How can we honor those wounded by this hideous act if we don't bring it to light in an effort to expose and stamp it out of our communities? And so we define it. The NCADV defines domestic violence, also known as domestic abuse, as the willful intimidation, physical assault, battery, sexual assault, and or other abusive behavior as part of a systemic pattern of power and control perpetuated by one intimate partner against another. It includes physical violence, sexual violence, threats, economic and emotional and psychological abuse. And so we define its victims. According to MedlinePlus.org, it can be the abuse of a spouse or partner, which is also known as intimate partner violence, or it could be the abuse of a child, an older relative or other family member. And this extends to the child who sees or hears a parent abusing or being abused. The Center for Family Justice.org says that domestic violence affects people in all our communities regardless of gender, age, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, religion, social standing, and immigration status. We cannot hide our heads in the sand or ascribe to the belief that as long as we don't acknowledge it, it doesn't exist. To be honest, To be real, the person sitting next to you on the bus, the person sitting next to you in your classroom, 
The person standing behind you in the grocery checkout line or even the person sitting next to you in church could be going home to suffer once again at the body, hands, or mouth of an abuser. And so we identify the crime or offense and its characteristics. Domestic abuse is categorized as five different offenses. Physical abuse, emotional and or psychological abuse, economic or financial abuse, stalking and harassment, and sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is any sexual contact or behavior that happens without a person's consent and is usually about power and control, not sex or love. Physical abuse is any act that can physically harm you or your children and does not always leave marks or cause permanent damage. For example, uh, being spit at or shoved. One lesser known act of physical abuse that is considered physical abuse is the perpetrator destroying possessions or treasured objects of the abused person. Emotional or psychological abuse is a behavior a person uses to control or damage emotional well-being of another. It can be verbal or nonverbal, such as placing little value on what you say, putting you down in front of other people, name-calling, mocking, intimidation, and making humiliating remarks or gestures, interrupting you, changing the topic when you speak, not listening or responding and twisting your words when you do. Economic and financial abuse is when the abuser makes a victim entirely financially dependent on the abuser. They make this attempt with, to give them no power or say in the relationship, such as denying access to bank accounts or hiding family assets, running up debts in the victim's name, sabotaging educational opportunities by destroying class assignments, and that's just to name a few. Stalking and harassment abuse, it seems obvious, but some lesser known kinds of this abuse is making unwanted visits or sending unwanted messages to someone, like voicemails or text messages or emails. It's embarrassing you in public. We notice specific examples of these acts because people, people often feel degraded, intimidated, violated, afraid, or demeaned by these acts, but they don't understand why they feel that way. The reason these acts make the, the receiver feel bad, hurt, and sometimes ashamed is because these acts are abuse. But we want to declare that there is natural and supernatural help for the abuse. You don't have to suffer alone. Naturally, we can find help by calling the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Their phone number is 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E. Again, that number is 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. Again, that number is 1-800-799-SAFE. And you can get advice and help if you or someone you know is suffering under this type of ferocity. 
God has some expectations of us as human beings and as family members. As far as human beings are concerned, God expects that we show his love and not that we invest in wickedness or violence in any way. Psalm 11, 5, the, uh, the end of the verse says, But the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. God hates the wicked and the person who loves violence. He hates them, according to Psalms 11, 5b. Godquestions.com addresses what the Bible has to say about this issue. Its authors say, Domestic violence is in stark opposition to God's plan for families. Genesis 1 and 2 depict marriage as a one flesh helping relationship. Ephesians 5.21 talks about mutual submission. Ephesians 5.22-24 explains a wife's submissiveness to her husband, while verses 25-33 through 33 talk about a husband's self-sacrificial love for his wife. 1 Peter 3, 1-7 gives similar instructions, and 1 Corinthians 7 and 4 says, The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. The two belong to one another and are called to love one another as Christ loved us. Marriage is an image of Christ and the church. Domestic violence is a far cry from the character of Jesus. And once domestic violence enters into a union, the vow, the sanctity of that vow is broken. They also say, this uh, questions.com, that domestic violence involving children is also condemned by God. Psalm 127.3 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring, a reward from Him. God entrusts parents with children, and those parents are to lovingly care for them and train them up. Ephesians 6.4 says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, Bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. You can see this instruction also in Colossians 3.21. Children are to obey their parents according to Ephesians 6.1-3. And while discipline is important, discipline is distinctly different from violence and abuse. One of the main tactics of an abuser is to manipulate and control. And God's way is paved with humility and service, both selfless virtues that characterize Jesus. So we know that domestic violence is not supported or sanctioned by God in any way. God's design of the family was for it to be based in unity, love, and support. And so when abuse is present, the safety of the abuse must become priority. God desires for the abused to be healed and whole, as noted by our author. Supernaturally, the abused can look to God for understanding, the ability to forgive those who have abused them, and the will and the strength to move past the pain of the abuse once they're out of the reach of that abuser. Admittedly, it's not easy. 
Sometimes the memories of abuse can be just as or sometimes more painful as the actual abuse itself. But for the one who suffers from abuse, it's important that they not feel isolated. That is a tactic used by the perpetuator and the devil to make one feel helpless and hopeless. Until it is possible to get out of, a, out of an abusive situation, hold on to Jesus because he is our help. Even while sustaining pain, he, Jesus Christ, will preserve the mind. But once free from the abuse, it is imperative to seek help when embarking upon the healing process. Family and friends of the one who was abused, after they safely reach deliverance from the abuser, need to know that that person's life becomes a walk through the healing process, which takes time. The emotional reaction to the situation must come. It is appropriate to express anger over the abuse, according to our authors. If we do not acknowledge the severity of the situation, the anger, the confusion, the hurt, the shame, etc., we cannot heal from it. Too often, victims are prematurely hurried into forgiveness. Ultimately, forgiveness is the thing that will set a victim free. But true forgiveness cannot be extended if the scars of the abuse are not first acknowledged and dealt with, according to our authors. So it becomes the family and friend's job to love the recovering loved one to life as he or she gets the help needed to move on, to heal. Domestic violence is a pervasive disease in the world today, but believers through prayer must face it down. And that's not going to get done if it is swept under the rug of society or if its existence is continually denied, especially in the church. We know this podcast can't solve the problem by itself, but that was not our goal today. Our goal was to shed light on a disease that is not often discussed in churches not often discussed even in our culture, if at all. But it is aggressively moving in to destroy our men, our women, our children, our families. This podcast was meant to bring awareness to this pervasive problem and to acknowledge the pain that it is causing among millions of people every year. Again, if you or someone you know are suffering due to domestic violence, you or they can contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline by calling 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. There you can get advice and the help that you need. God bless you. Honoring the wounded, and so we pray. First, Lord, we want to take a moment of silence to bring recognition to and acknowledge those who have suffered 
and lost their lives to this atrocity called domestic violence. And now, Lord, we want to bring validation, understanding, and empathy to those who have endured and are still enduring the harsh existence of a sufferer of domestic violence. Jesus, we thank you for all those who have escaped domestic violence, and we ask that you deliver them completely, body, mind, and spirit, and emotions. Help them to get the assistance they need so that they are able to forgive as God would have them to, as you desire that we all be healed and whole. For those still in abusive situations, Jesus, we ask for a way of escape, not one that will endanger or put anyone at risk, but provide resources and support to come alongside those in need so that they get the help they need, so that they find freedom from the dire situation and freedom in you. There is nothing too hard for you, our Lord, our Savior, our King, our Protector, our Help, and our Deliverer. Help us as families and friends to be support, to love, for you are God and God alone, Jesus the Christ. And we depend on you, knowing that you are a very present help in a time of trouble. Hear the cries of those who are suffering Jesus. Deliver them out of the hand of the evildoers. And you, we will make sure that you get all the glory and all the praise because we'll know that only you could have done this thing. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in advance, counting it done. In Jesus' name, amen. for tuning in. Please join us again for our next episode, which will drop in two weeks. That is Saturday, November 13th. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it with them so that they can become a part of the Abundant Life Right Now family. Let us not listen and forget about this horrible disease spreading across our world. It's true that it's not new. Domestic violence has been a part of society forever, But God is greater. Let us keep our eyes open and help where we can, even if it's just to be a support, even if it's to offer a quiet prayer or a smile. There are hurting people all around us. Judgment, criticism, and apathy only thrust them right back into an abusive situation and mindset. So let us offer what they need. Our prayers our understanding, and our support to those who have suffered at the hands of abusers. Once the abused are safely away from their abusers, let us then pray for the abusers because they need deliverance as well, because they will continue the cycle of abuse with others if their own issues are not addressed. Keep in mind that God is greater and there is nothing too hard for Him. Until November 13th, 
I pray that God continue to bless you to live abundant life right now.